0: So the VT line is two and a half, and we're the favorites. Even though we're in Chestnut Hill, I would assume that we would have been the favorites, but anytime we're up there, we normally don't play so well, so I'm a little nervous about the line. I picked VT the last two weeks, and we've lost the last two weeks. I am <laughs> I don't know what to do here because I do think we're a superior team. It's just that we have sucked, and our coaches have sucked, and there's definitely a chance we could be the lone win for BC in ACC play because they're already 0-5, and they're probably not going to beat anyone else. But I'm still going to take Tech to cover the spread because if we don't cover two and a half, it probably means we lose, and I think we're winning this game. Maybe it's on a Joey Sly field goal. I'm not sure, but I'm going to take Tech. Mike, what do you think?
1: Tech covers by a field goal. Joey Sly. Um, he's a guy that tried a 67-yard field goal last week. So,
2: would so that he's, be, ready, he's ready for this. So this, he's ready for this
1: one, yeah. Um, no, I, I'll take Tech on the road. Boston College's offense is just so inept right now. Injuries or not, they're bad. Um, they were bad when they had guys healthy. They're even worse now for obvious reasons, so. I'll take the Hokies. I think Michael Brewer is playing too well right now to pick against Tech. Um, you know, I was expecting Brewer to be a little bit rusty. The most rust we saw out of him was holding on to the ball a little bit too long. So I'll take it. I got the Hokies by a field goal. It's going to be ugly. A 13-10 to 10 game, 16-13, to 13, something like that. Um, I just think Tech has too much offense, and that's kind of laughable. But I'll take the Hokies.
2: Well, for once, we have too much offense, which is kind of a nice thing to hear. Chestnut Hill is a tough place to play. I've said this again and again and again, only because I went to school at Boston college. I went there. I kind of grew up there. Nobody gets up for the games. Nobody gets excited for the games, whether it's a nooner or a three thirty game. It does not matter. Kids don't show up. And that means a lot, not just for your home fan base, because guess what? The BC kids are used to it. It's for the opposing fan base that also show up, they like actually feeding off of uh, what's happening there. So that gets me really worried. And I know I've flipped my script again and again, just doing anything I can do to get a win out of this. I'm going to go VT because I honestly think they should win this. I think Michael Brewer can get them up for a sleepy game in Chestnut Hill.
1: If any of us were, you know, honestly... You know, betting money on this game would any of us feel you know, feel confident with that two and a half point line, though?
0: Absolutely not. I would not put any money on this game. Zero,
1: I mean, zero chances to pick them.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm at too. I don't think it's the least confident game of all the ACC games, but it's low. Next game is UNC at Pitt. Pitt's number twenty three, and UNC is coming in as a three point favorite on the road. I like Pitt in this game. UNC has the 115th-ranked rush defense in the country. Pitt likes to run the ball, and they play great defense. I like Pitt to cover that three-point spread.
1: Yeah, um, I, I decided that Pitt was going to win the Coastal two weeks ago when, in my, you know, in my mind and my eyes, Georgia Tech was officially eliminated. Uh, I like Pittsburgh. I think this game decides the Coastal. I really do. Um, I don't have enough trust in Duke. I really like Pittsburgh's defense. I think their offense is just good enough. I like Allison at running back. Uh, you know, he's been a great replacement for James Conner. I think Nate Peterman makes enough plays in the passing game to upend North Carolina. Um, the Tar Heels kind of disappointed me last weekend against Virginia. You know, they're th- they're this team that you know time and time again seems to play down to their opponents. Something that Virginia Tech has struggled with over the last couple seasons as well. So I like Pitt. Uh, more because of my own selfish inclinations, you know, picking them to win the coastal uh, a couple of weeks ago when I knew that Tech and Georgia Tech was no longer going to be the matchup.
2: I know why you picked them because they—the only team that they've lost against is you know who it is—the vaunted Iowa team that is so good. The only team that Pitt has lost against—we've talked about this uh, time and time again. You they're
1: they're going to go undefeated, and nobody's talking about them.
2: Oh, uh, I did. Just go back to the podcast number three, and I was talking about how good Iowa was and how they ran over partnered Narduzzi's defense. But anyway, I feel like UNC is—I'm picking Pitt, but if UNC does win this, so just to be clear, I'm picking Pitt— if UNC wins this, I feel like they're going to win it by, like, 30. Like, I feel like it's going to be one way or the other. There's not going to be a close game here. Either Marquise Williams is going to, like, go off and just, like, throw touchdown after touchdown, or the end of the day, Pitt's going to pull it off. I don't think it's going to be, like, UNC winning by, you know, a field goal or anything like that. I don't know why. that just It just feels that way, the
0: way UNC's been playing this year. The next game is Georgia tech at UVA and Georgia tech is six point favorites coming off that ridiculous win against Florida state, which I'll give them all the credit in the world. That was so cool. The way that thing ended, I had zero faith in Georgia tech because they had lost five games in a row and they basically stunk. And I said, I was not taking them until they covered a spread. Well, guess what? They covered a spread. (laughs) So I am taking Georgia Tech to cover the six points at UVA, even though this game is really, really tight. And more than anything else, it just comes to the, the fact that, like, I'm not picking UVA again after I picked them to maybe beat Boise State a few weeks ago. I'm so still so embarrassed about that. So I'm taking GT. Mike, who you got?
1: Yeah, as long as you you know, as long as Mike London's the coach, I think picking UVA is a pretty bad idea. Um Georgia Tech, you can make the argument that not much is different between last year and this year as far as their team is concerned. They got a lot of the same players and they've executed to nearly the same degree. They've had a couple issues on offense. Justin Thomas isn't playing quite as well. But there's really not much separating this team from where they were last year to where they are right now at 3-5, and five, coming off of a ridiculous win they probably shouldn't have gotten at Florida State, but give them credit for making a play where it mattered. I like Georgia Tech in this game. I like them to cover. I think this is one of the safest picks of the weekend, in all honesty. Uh, Virginia, over the last couple of weeks, Matt Johns has struggled at quarterback with turnovers. He's a guy that couldn't really do anything wrong uh, earlier in the season. The Notre Dame game in particular, he played extremely well against a quality opponent. I like Georgia Tech to cover. Uh, Johns can't seem to hold on to the football right now. The Virginia offense has little to no run game, and Georgia Tech is a team that is still good. They still have a lot of athletes on the offensive side of the ball. They've struggled a little bit on defense, but against this Virginia offense, I don't see them struggling too much on Saturday. So I'll take Georgia Tech. I think they'll cover. I think they'll actually win this game by a couple touchdowns.
2: I have a a lot of Virginia friends, so I'm just going to go Georgia Tech. That's it. How's that? They're going to win coming off that win against FSU. They're rolling. They're feeling confident. That's a big win for them. Paul Johnson, you could see him after the game. He was all manners of hyped up for as much as he has never smiled in his entire life. He actually smirked a little bit. I think they're going to be coming off a big win. And against a Virginia team that's really
0: struggling, I think they're going to win.
1: And they've been in almost every game they've played all year. So it was bound to happen.
0: Next game is Clemson at NC state. Clemson's number three and they are 10 point favorites going to Raleigh. And dare I say the term Clemsoning here, because I'm afraid Dabo Sweeney might strangle me. Uh, I think this might be the safest bet. If you were trying to make some money is to take Clemson because they have been destroying people and I'm not, basing this on the fact of what might happen i'm basing it on what i've seen and clemson has taken care of every opponent they've had in front of them and last week that decimation and decapitation of al golden was one of the finest and funnest things i've seen in a long time Deshaun watson running wild it was awesome i like clemson to cover that 10 points even though i think the nc state's all right
1: that's a good pick pete um you know, I think Clemson is also the safest bet of the weekend right behind Georgia, or right in front of Georgia Tech, excuse me. Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson's rolling. That offense is rolling. Mike Williams obviously was a huge loss beginning of the year. He's an all ACC, all American type of player at receiver for the Tigers. Uh, but I just really like the way Clemson's playing right now. NC State, they've struggled when they've played real opponents. Uh, there's no question about that. We learned a lot out of them when they played Virginia Tech. Uh, you know, they've. They've been a team that, you know, with that soft schedule, you were kind of wondering what they were, and now you know. Um, and I just don't see them competing with a Clemson defense that lost a lot of starters heading into this season just, you know, from graduation and and the NFL draft. A guy like Vic Beasley, um, you know, the plays he made on the defensive side of the football last year, uh, you know, he's a guy that's pretty tough to replace, but they replaced, you know, 10 out of the 11 starters On defense and they haven't missed a beat so I like the Tigers they're rolling right now they're one of the best teams in the country I like them to make the playoff
2: yeah I don't think there's a question here I like them to make the playoff by far I think they're number one in the country I think they just supplanted uh Ohio State by far with the way that they've been playing that game was a dominant performance and I thought Miami, Kaya I, is a really good quarterback, and they made him look like he was a child sitting, you know, on the sidelines. He was just so, such a good player against us. He made a lot of great passes, and they just dominated him so much. I think that they are the number one team in the country. I don't think this has to be really a question mark. They're going to destroy them.
0: So you you like them to come.
2: <laughs> no, uh, uh, no, I think they're going to just barely cover, obviously, after what I said.
0: Yeah. All right. So the next game is Louisville at Wake. Louisville's 12-point favorites. And these are two teams that have been tough to figure out. Last week, NC State jumped all over Wake early, even though we, me and Robbie both thought that Wake would cover that spread. They ended up not covering, but they came close at the end. They lost by 17, and it was a 10-point spread. It's 12 this week, and I'm taking Wake again. Louisville needed a defensive touchdown to beat BC. If they don't get that defensive touchdown, they don't win that game, and BC is not good. So I'm taking Wake with the 12 points. It's a lot of points. Mike, what do you think?
1: Yeah, um, I think Wake will be able to cover the spread as well. Um, I like Louisville to win the game. Lamar Jackson is a guy that, you know, another selfish plug for me, I wrote in a column uh, over the weekend that he's a guy that's, you know, kind of made strides in the passing game. He was a guy that came into the season, you know, as as a true freshman quarterback, we didn't know much about him. He's got, you know, outstanding athletic ability, a guy that can really run the football, make plays in the open field, but he's kind of made some steps as a passer over the last couple of weeks. Wake Forest, I think they have the wrong guy quarterback. I think John Walford's good. I think Kendall Hinton's better. He provides more of a threat running the football. He's the same sort of passer as Walford is. But, you know, I think Louisville wins this game. They have too many athletes on the outside. Bobby Bobby Petrino really has that program heading in the right direction. But uh, Wake Forest, I think, hangs with Louisville in this game. I don't like the Cardinals' schedule. I don't like the way they've underperformed over the first seven weeks of the season, and I think Wake Forest covers, but Louisville wins the game.
2: Wake has been keeping up with teams that they shouldn't be, and I think on this Louisville team, that's not UNC. They, you know, Wake kept up with a, a they got smothered by one team. It was a UNC team. Louisville is not them. That spread is way too big for them to keep up with. I think that Wake will pull it off again they're struggling for a win. They're struggling for anything that can keep momentum in the season, and I think they will this this game.
0: Next game is Syracuse at FSU. FSU is number 17 after their loss to Georgia Tech last week, and FSU is a 20 and a half point favorite against Syracuse. But I'm taking FSU and I'll tell you why. FSU failed to cover against Wake, and I get that. And they've had their struggles. Qs kept it close against LSU. But you know what Cuse did the week after they kept it close against LSU? They went to Florida, played USF, and lost by over 20 points. So they're going to Florida again after keeping it close against Pitt, and I expect them to get blown the F out. FSU by three touchdowns at least. Bold. Um, the reason why it's
1: bold, I, I mean, I agree with you. Syracuse is a bad football team. And there's no hiding that anytime you lose to Virginia I mean c- come on now that's true that's i true. mean I mean you know Mike Mike London you know has the kids playing hard at Virginia, but I mean Virginia's a bad program, Syracuse is worse with that being said, Florida State has struggled this year putting teams away uh you know they held uh you know you know they struggled against Miami, they couldn't put the hurricanes away. They're a team that for one reason or another, you know, they fell behind against Louisville, came back, won that game. They're a team that fails to kind of take advantage of the opportunity for one reason or another this season. I don't know if it's because Jimbo Fisher lacks trust in Everett Golson, if they just kind of refuse to hand the ball to Dalvin Cook, as we saw this past weekend. Dalvin Cook only got six carries in the second half, which is a big reason, in my opinion, why they lost to Georgia Tech. I like Syracuse to cover. I think Florida State wins this game by a couple touchdowns, but 20-and-a-half is a pretty huge spread. Um, I think that's an interesting one for Vegas. Uh, you know, I, You know, they know the odds better than we do, but I think they take into account that Florida State's failed to kind of pull away from teams, and that's what they're hoping for here. So I'll take Syracuse to cover in this game. A little bit of a surprise, but I like Florida State to win.
2: This is Syracuse. I've written all over it. They've they gave Pitt a run for its money, which shouldn't have actually have happened. They gave LSU in the Carrier Dome, which is the most vicious place to play that you can ever be, uh, you know, run for their money. I don't see and both of those games were, you know, less than 10 points. I think that at the end of this, I think they're going to end up covering this game. That was yeah, you know, those are two games that they should have lost and by a lot, and I think they're
0: ended up covering at the end of the day. We shall see. All I know is they got blown out by a USF team that stinks, and they're a long way from the carrier dome. The last game, Miami at Duke, we don't have a line on this game. Vegas hasn't put a line out on this game because I assume of the Al Golden firing. Duke is number twenty two. It's in Durham. I would take Duke to win the game, and that might sound like an easy pick, but think about the fact that we lost to Duke in quadruple overtime, and I know that it was in Blacksburg, and we lost to Miami by 10 points, and it was on the road. But if you want to take the the on-the-road, at-home difference, maybe you're given three, four points, but these teams are evenly matched. Brad Kaya is a very good quarterback Duke is not very good. I and the fact that they beat us in four overtimes doesn't mean that they're good. They're just not very good. So Virginia Tech's not very good. Exactly. So. Exactly. So I'm going to take I'm going to take Duke. If we're I'm going to call it a pick'em because we don't have a line anyway, but if you're calling it a pick'em, I'm taking Duke. But it's close. Mike, what do you think?
1: Yeah, it's close. I'll take Miami. Um I really I really like Brad Kaya um I like him when he's healthy he got knocked out the game last week uh should be hopefully good to go this weekend if he plays he's too good for Duke in my opinion uh the Blue Devils don't have a great pass rush if they did um I'd take Duke in this game but I like Brad Kaya a lot I like his receivers on the outside Rashawn Scott and Stacey Coley have made a ton of plays for him this year um and you know, I think Miami is able to finally establish a little bit of a run game with Joe Yearby, something they haven't been able to do over the last couple of weeks, and it's kind of cost them. So I'll take Miami uh, just because I think the offense is due. They have too many athletes.
2: Pick your spread. I will pick Duke on this game. David Cutcliffe is an amazing, amazing coach. He's done more with that team than many people have done. And in fact, a lot of Virginia Tech fans are are going after coaches just like Cutcliffe because of the way that they institute their program, that the way they teach how to play, not just the sport, but play to be a person. And I think Cash, first of all, causes a lot of problems for a lot of offenses and the way that that guy plays defenses, he's going to be an All-American this year. So, I will go with Duke. I know that's not a a, a, a nice comment or a good way to go, but I think it's the absolute truth that I think they have a lot more than uh, a lot of other teams do in terms of depth, confidence, and coaching.
0: That will wrap it up for our picks for this week. I wanted to thank Mike McDaniel a lot for coming on the podcast. Dude, you were awesome. It was great to have your opinions, and you obviously keep a more well-rounded scope of the ACC than me and Robbie are able to. So it was awesome to have that perspective. Uh, What's your handle on Twitter?
1: Uh, Mike McDaniel ACC.
0: So that is super creative. (laughs) That that says it all right there at Mike McDaniel ACC. And that's going to wrap it up for our podcast today. Make sure to reach out to us on Twitter. It's 2DVT. That's at 2DVT. Make sure to email us any questions. 2DVT at gmail.com. And until next week, go Hokies.